and welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. I'm here with Patty, my co-host. Hi, Patty. Hi, Chingai. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all those who celebrate. I don't celebrate. Neither do <laughs> but I. But we are celebrating. <laughs> we're, we're celebrating other stuff for this fifth week of Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas. This was a week of extremes. We got extremes on the low end, extremes on the high end. And I almost forgot about this first movie I'm gonna mention until Patty <laughs> reminded me about it. Long Lost Christmas, aptly named Long Lost Christmas because it's like lost in... Everything. <laughs> in the land of forgotten memories. Benjamin Ayers never does it for me. Taylor Cole never does it for Patty. Therefore, this just bombed. <laughs> don't watch it, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, just don't watch it. <laughs> okay, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Is it better or worse than All Saints Christmas? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would put it the uh. same. You would. I, I think. Yeah. It, I think it's slightly better than All Saints Christmas, but that's not saying a lot. It's not saying a lot, and I'm putting it same because in both movies, I was just like, why? Why is this happening? Um, and there were no reasons. There were no answers. So, long lost Christmas. May you get lost. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to other things where. I also wanted to get lost, but I wish it wasn't invented at all. Inventing the Christmas Prince starring Tamara Maori Housley and Ronnie Rowe Jr. I loved Ronnie Rowe in um, Jingle Bell Bride with Julie Gonzalo, and we haven't seen him since. And then we get this. This is what we get for him. Justice for fucking Ronnie. We all know that Tamara Maori Housley and Chingai have a fraught relationship. <laughs> and I will say that. Ronnie Rowe saved this movie for me, barely. He had good chemistry with the kid. I felt for the kid, but honestly, I just wish he had a single dad and Ronnie Rowe was gay. And then they had like a gay love affair because I cannot take Tamara Maori Housley. And uh, I am erasing the fact that she had a movie with Paul Campbell that one year because nobody deserved that. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Ronnie Rowe Rowe is the only reason that anyone should bother with inventing the Christmas Prince. Actually, this was kind of like Project Christmas Wish to me. Like, the story went that way. Would have been okay, except except for who was in it. Amanda (laughs) Shaw? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, inventing the Christmas Prince would have been okay if it wasn't. Tamara Maori, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I, I stayed for Ronnie Rowe and. I think he deserves more movies. He deserves better. So I, I stayed for the fact that they were in a fake NASA. So that was interesting. Yeah, women in anyway, STEM. Yeah, women in STEM. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. not Tamara. Sorry, mm-hmm. cannot. All right. Guys, we're just blowing through these movies. We won't have an episode today, actually. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next on our list. When I think of Christmas with Shanae Grimes Beach, who I do not know, but Patty does. <laughs> then Niall Mater, our friend. Um... <laughs> Yeah, musical <laughs> movies again. again. I didn't. I didn't see this coming. So many. Niall with long hair. Mm. Excellent. Mm. Um, 
he he was like oh he's like Ryan Gosling and that okay he sang that's <laughs> nice I I wasn't really paying attention except no. when he sang because because uh-huh. he was singing and I'm like okay okay they can sing well together is that his real voice I don't I know think so is it I like it I, I yeah I like it too I mean Nile Nile always surprises me because like I don't he's not my type. But every time he comes on a movie, I'm like, yes, Ooh. yes, I would. <laughs> I love it when we had that episode where we discovered that we would fuck Niall Mater because yeah. you know what? I would. I'm pre-empting um, fuck Mary Kill. But guys, what I wanted to two things I wanted to call out with this movie, which is neither naughty nor nice, which means standard baseline fare for Hallmark. You cannot release 40 movies and not have these types of movies because this is the bread and butter, right? Not everything can be brilliant and hopefully not everything is terrible. So this is just like a par for the course kind of movie. I watched 90210 in my teens, not the original Beverly Hills 90210, but the updated version on the CW. And Shanae Grimes was in that show as the lead girl, Annie, at some point in time. And a lot of the stars actually moved on to Hallmark movies. I'm not going to discuss all of them, but the point is, I did not recognize her. I don't know what kind of like plastic surgery she's had, and I'm all for it. Do what you want. But I was like, why does this girl look familiar? But no, looks weird. Maybe it was the bangs. I don't know. But it doesn't look like her. Meanwhile, I'm obsessed with her mother, also known as one of the aunts from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Beth Broderick, and her hot, quote-unquote, boyfriend, the guy, like, plumber next door, whatever. Handyman next door. That was the storyline I was watching, too. Okay. So, Chingai and I were both like, who is this guy? Why is he hot? And uh, all his muscle shirts, but, like, you know, <laughs> silver foxy, auntie mm-hmm. getting some love. Chingai, I looked it up, and oh, okay, my God. Who is he? Do you know where else he's been? Where? <laughs> he was one of the pastors in When Calls the Heart. Oh, shit. <laughs> It was him. Yes. He had a thing with Laurie Laughlin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Side story, Laurie Laughlin was also in the 90210 reboot as Shanae Grimes' mom. So that was just interesting, oh. weird, interesting, weird. Yeah. No, it I, makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. But also, I found the pastor from When Calls a Heart Hot. He was kind of annoying in that show. But here, what a little handiwork can do. And like a silver fox and a clean shaven face. I mean, this is opening us up to like a whole new genre or niche that Hallmark can explore. Hot priests. Hot priests, but also mature, quote-unquote, love. I'm yes. loving all these like old people love. We need the more old people love. Like literally old, like grandpa old. Or at least late 50s to early 60s old. Old people love Trump's kids in movies. Agreed. All the fucking yeah. time. So, yeah, yeah Hallmark. When I think of Christmas, I think of Beth Broderick's hot boyfriend. And uh, also, did I blink and miss? Was that Jonathan Bennett that did the cameo? Yeah, he did. Although, you know, that that was, that, appe- that appearance, like, it didn't hit the same way that Andrew Walker yeah. and Tyler Hines did last year. I don't know. Maybe because yeah. he's, like, not part of, like, a, yeah. a Hallmark bro group. I think. But also, I am wondering, because he has a movie out this year. And does this mean that he is playing the same guy as his movie? And this is like a cross-pollination universe? I don't know, but I'm interested to see. I'd be happy to see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll find out. All right, guys. Clearly, we did a speed round of the three meh movies of the week. Two naughty lists, one on the limbo. But when we're back, 
<laughs> we we saved our airtime for this for last. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But make it Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and with my co-host Chingai. And we have just done a speed dating round of the other three movies this week because we really, really, really wanted to focus on the star of the week. And I dare say the season. We're only on week five. But I think I think we've hit one of the big hits of the year, but also of my freaking Hallmark lifetime. Three wise men and a baby, starring none other than Paul Campbell, Tyler Hines, Andrew Walker, and Margaret Collin. Three brothers get the surprise of their lives when they are forced to work together and care for a baby over the holidays. Please take care of Thomas. I'll be back by Christmas. All new Saturday, November 19th. Three brothers discover a baby. What can possibly go wrong? No hands. It's just a baby. Just a baby. I think he needs a little diaper change. We may have to evacuate the store. <laughs> it's the most wonderful delivery of the season. It's shaping up to be an unexpected Christmas. Three wise men Guy, and a baby. This movie is the literal three men and a baby, but make it Hallmark, literally. And I am all for it. This is why the podcast exists. Because this is cinema. This is Hallmark <laughs> cinema. It has broken every single trope that you usually think of of a holiday Hallmark movie wherein you get two bland leads that have a love story. The love story here was one of family, of brothers, of uh, of them rediscovering themselves. I have no notes. It was perfect, 10 out of 10. But no, <laughs> we're actually going to discuss it. The boys have it all. They were the chemistry of this movie. There is a reason why they got away with having the love stories as side stories and it's because of the immense talent of Paul, Tyler, and Andrew and their wonderful bond and it really, I know that it's acting and I know they're all just doing this but they did it so well I'm really impressed I I mean, I, we can go through this one by one but I, I'm curious to hear your top line thoughts, Chingai because, wow, I could monologue I was in fourth grade, I think when Three Men and a Baby um, came out something like that and you know I I borrowed it on Laserdisc again and again and again especially when they came out with Three Men and a Little Lady which was yes. the sequel fingers crossed for a sequel to please, this one please um, so I have fond memories of this trope and I was just so chuffed to see it to see it make its way into the Hallmark cinematic universe and be led by none other than the three Favorites. If, if you've been listening to But Make It Hallmark for any amount of time, you'll know that these three guys are our top three. They're our triumvirate actors. And I mean, they, their dynamic on screen was just so impressive. They did a lot of press for this. So and, much. and it crossed over. The dynamic crossed over to the interviews, to the little bits they were doing, the teasers. I just love them together. And so, you know, this is proof that we don't really need a love story exactly. for the Hallmark Channel. I mean, a, a romantic love story. Yeah. We we are going to buy into family love stories if they're done this way. 
if they're done with this much star wattage, I have to say. What's amazing about this movie is that we know that last Christmas, we had Unexpected Christmas with Tyler and Bethany Joy Lenz, where Andrew did a cameo. And we were like, okay. And then in Andrew's movie, it's like my family Christmas tree. Yeah, I think it's my family (laughs) Christmas tree with Amy Teagarden. We get a cameo from Tyler. And then in both these movies, I think Paul Campbell also did a cameo at some Mm -hmm. point. And we know that they're already close. We know also that Kimberly Sustad, let's not forget, co-wrote this movie with Paul Campbell. And there's a reason why it all sounds like Paul and Kimberly bantering because it is. It's a fast-talking, Gilmore Girls-esque, like, hallmarkification of it all. And let's, let's break this movie down because there's so much about it. So let's go brother by brother just because. Opening scene alone. <laughs> opening scene alone we see Andrew as the hot, perfect Captain America brother. And I love that they leaned into that trope because, guys, he knows that's the role he plays. Firefighter, yet clearly has some issues, giving himself affirmations in the mirror, in a bathroom mirror. Yeah, shirtless too. Chingai, what say you of the Captain America of the HCU? He worked out for this. I oh, mean, yeah. okay, we, we spotted it in Maple Valley Christmas already. <laughs> like, okay, he looks really good. But this was like, he was prime. Next I, I, I guess he was prepped for this movie. And I, like, I don't know the order in which they film all of, all of these things. But I think like Maple Valley was just like a teaser of what we would see here. Him doing crow pose. The like, crow. Sure, like, oh my God. I died. I mean, that, that they did it for us. They did it yes. for us. Thank you for the fan service. That was spectacular. (laughs) It was Um, so amazing. Him as a good guy. You know, the good brother. I I melt. I melt. I melt. I melt. And then and then him having having the babysitting skills come so easily to him because like he took care of his brothers. Of course he's the Captain America of the HCU. Of course he is. And and you know, them putting up those TikToks with uh, <laughs> with their faces plastered on the Avengers poster. I love it. I mean, they, they know. They know, and we know. fully leading into it, yeah. I really love how, of course, they show the soft side to him. And you're wondering this whole time. I mean, of course, it's still Hallmark. There will be women attached to these men, which is fine. But the, I think the one nitpick I had is the sudden reveal of the mom of the baby who was super cute the baby's super cute mm-hmm. and yeah yeah of course the mom had to come back at some point flash forward to one year later they're together like mm-hmm. okay like yeah 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 I was kind of hoping that he just wouldn't get a girl like because mm-hmm. he's saving himself for me what mm-hmm. um, but that's my one nitpick I think Andrew leaned into the tropes and the persona that everybody thinks he is and it works so well this like you know I did it all for you brothers I'm the you know I feel I feel so burdened blah blah, blah. I, I love that and he he played it off authentically and I love that he lost the baby I mean it, it was just it was just a funny it was a funny twist of fate I'm going to move on to Paul Campbell if you don't mind I don't mind I don't mind I, we love Paul I'm assuming this is the I don't know if Paul was the oldest brother but then he was always in his room apparently so the second brother had to take up the mantle and that's Andrew I think that's how it worked when they did the confrontation but Paul is my anxious bro and I am a ball of nerves and so this one struck close to home he and his like pet 
therapist, pet trainer job was just so, he played it so well. The quirky, I have a lot of issues, but I'm working through them kind of brother. He does physical comedy so well too. So like jumping into bushes and hiding from people. And Paul is that anxious bro. And I'm just so glad we kind of got that representation. He does quirky and like a bit neurotic really well. And I mean, there's that, that fake book cover that he... I thought he did. He did, he did fun. He did weird, bro, in a in a nice way, and you know, being afraid, deathly afraid of crowds, and sucking it up to to, to come through for everyone. I I like that the, he when it was his turn to take care of the baby, like he just like he was. I could do this, and he was like, let's bake some cookies. I'm like, wow, this guy is ambitious, and obviously, <laughs> he he couldn't make it work. And the way he played off his chemistry with Tyler was so so wonderful the two of them working together but yeah other thoughts on Paul or Anxious Bro I think it's so relatable I mean I I can relate to his anxiety I mean not to that level but we did need a Howard Hughes brother and Paul was the perfect choice (laughs) for him and I I just I like how different he was like contrasted between Andrew Walker's Captain America and Tyler Hines, who we'll talk about later on. He, it, it, he, it was like right smack in the middle. They picked the perfect persona for this next brother, right? And he had a love interest in this one. And, you know, I, I think if the movie had concentrated not on the brothers, but on his love story, I would have probably had a lot to say. Yeah. Like, eh, it's not doing it for me. But because it was just a side story, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I liked the match between him and this other anxious person who was <laughs> like uh, bringing her pet to him. It was so fun yeah. to watch. It right? didn't need to be the emotional center of the movie yes. because the movie had so much more. And so it ended up becoming something entertaining and being like, that really works out. And you're like, yes, Paul, go get that girl. And I mean, the the dialogue of him walking in for dinner, like clockwork, because he lives in the outhouse, which is yeah. like a separate house on the property. I mean, all these different lines that wouldn't work in any other Hallmark movie because, again, the, the characters and then the actors that play them. But it was so nice to get this representation of a not perfect brother. I mean, we have perfect Andrew, sure, sure, sure. They're all not perfect, I know. But taking him out of context, they would never have a Hallmark leading man be this kind of persona. And I'm so glad that we got this movie so that we're able to see that. Paul is so um, so often the every, every man mm. in Hallmark movies. So it was good that you know the, we, we see layers to his acting because they did give him something else to do. I mean, he wrote it himself, so <laughs> I, I think I think he knew that he could pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but guys, we're we're not going to forget. We would never forget our third brother, Tyler Freaking Hines, as our gamer bro, um, <laughs> with a lot of issues. Guys, you if you've listened to us uh, talk about you know these past couple of episodes. We're obsessed. We're obsessed with Tyler. And for a very good reason. Apart from being an amazing actor, he's also a fantastic content creator. I have my TikTok viewing time has increased exponentially because of this man. And he played this slightly haughty, full of himself, but also rudderless, directionless brother 
who works at a gaming company as a designer and apparently like you see his ex there and like what happened and she's this girl and I really like their chemistry too because apparently they had it all but he was like you know he he, he fucked things up I, I love the details about him being into gaming and he's in the basement of mom's house mm-hmm. like come on and I know I know that Andrew was also technically living in the house except that he was building his own house too so like again like the responsible brother he is but Tyler 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 the fun brother the brother who would sneak you out and take you for a ride and just really I really enjoyed him leaning into this bad boy devil may care attitude because it suits him so well what I thought was super hilarious was how they merged the bad boy persona with the, the gamer nerd persona because that never actually meshes in anything I've ever seen or read it's always you know like I would imagine that Paul Campbell's character would be the nerd would be the one doing cosplay and Dungeons and Dragons but no they gave it to the bad boy the juxtaposition of him like carrying a sword and an armor for his medieval Christmas theme <laughs> against all his like sloppiness because because he is the brother who like never grew up and is still living in mom's basement it, it was just it was extra and I loved it <laughs> he does Peter Pan so well mm. of like the boy that did grow up or you know forever youth obviously he was the first segment of the uh, of of the movie wherein we see him struggle with the baby and i mean all the little things from him bribing a kid to lend him like the, the wagon to you know quitting his his job and not telling his mom he just really pulled it off knowing that he's done speechwriter AKA oh, yeah. Fabs in other movies, mm-hmm. right? So I, I'm curious to see how he comes forward in the uh, Time for X to Come Home this Christmas series because I'm, I'm skeptical, but I'm hopeful. Here, he was amazing, and I'm all for it. Aside from the three brothers, we also get an extra boy in this <laughs> movie. Care of our neighborhood bully, which I just, I found it so, so funny because they're... Look at these three grown, three wise men, three grown wise men, you know, succumbing to playground politics with their with their neighbor who's bullying them about the Christmas decorations and whatnot. He was hilarious, and like I don't know who the actor is. I know you have IMDb pulled up, but I could just imagine someone like a Polaha taking on that role <laughs> and being super hilarious. Not that the current actor wasn't great I think he played it off really well but like if we're gonna go for like superstar power I think Christopher Palaha would have made an excellent neighbor for this that would have been an amazing cameo but Mm -hmm. you know we we, the the budget was already stacked we already got we already got Kimberly Sustad to do a cameo. Felt very 90s movie villain yes, of like a, yes. of the bully on the playground. And they really leaned into like, you know, how they ended up being friends in the end. And that was actually mm-hmm. quite nice. I really appreciated this movie. And of course, there's their mom, also known as Blair Waldorf's mom for the Gossip Girl fans out there, who was apparently in the original Three Men and a Baby. So that was to get that actress to come in as their mother who really could not, like, was just frustrated that she couldn't get her kids to get along and felt frustrated and felt like she was, you know, failing at that. I'm just going to call out, before I forget, what 
something else I loved so much apart from the you know the dancing my god that dance was amazing mm. the the costume to get their mom a picture with the baby and how they all ended up falling in love with this baby so hard what really clinched it for me was all the consistent talk and realization and verbalization of the invisible labor that women do that men forget i mean i know it's a show don't tell and you know you see them really struggling and they realize that their mom had to do this all on her own with three kids and nobody gave nobody called her out nobody made her a hero and here they are struggling through it i think it is important and sure it's pandering to a very female audience of hallmark but the fact that they even verbalized it and they are not they are not discounting the hard work that women do and have just been tokenized to do even if it should be a shared task it is amazing and it just was a cherry on top of this perfect ice cream that hallmark has served me up paul and kimberly thank you for writing that dialogue because honestly yes they were very intentional about that and it comes up in the interviews um they they talk about how this movie is a tribute to women who do it all <laughs> so yes to feminism yes feminism and yeah. Candace Candace Cameron Murray can GTFO because can. we have movies and writers and actors who do this type of thing in 2022 in the Hallmark channel i love it so yeah. much I love it so much and guys I again small things I'm going to call out in between in between the ads so right before the ads come on uh, when they were showing this they have the guys do a promo talk about the movie blah 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 and at the end Andrew Walker introduces the queen of Christmas Lacey Chabert and I thought that was funny because that used to be CCB right but not only that just as for for Lacey we love her he then goes I'd love to work with you or something like that right Can't Chingai to work work with you again Lacey he says Is that a teaser to something? Is that something coming up? I wonder. Uh, I mean, you know. Yes, please. We know that Lacey is going to be doing reprise of the wedding veil. Yes. In January, so we have that to look forward to. Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) I don't know. We're still talking about Christmas, though. Okay, three wise men and a baby. All the gaffs, the the nutcracker suite dance, of course. Of course. You know, doing squats. Um, Paul Campbell and Tyler Hines hand-holding, hand-holding. through it all. I mean, uh, the, the, the physical comedy, aside from the script, was was really excellent. Their banter was just so spot Solid. on. Solid. Spot Solid banter. On. Kimberly Sosted should just write everything. She and Paul <sighs> Campbell should just write everything. They should write everything, but also they should cameo in everything if they write it. It's so good. But I have to say that this movie is joining the all-time greats like Christmas Waltz because this is cinema. This movie was a felt like a movie. Thank you Harry Styles once again. <laughs> I was on um Hallmark Reddit after watching this movie and I was just so happy that everyone seems to agree with us. I mean, they nobody had anything bad to say about this movie and there was one redditor who said in particular that he was glad that There was no like drinking of hot chocolate among the three wise men. They they brought in alcohol. <laughs> it felt real, you know. It 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 was real. They they didn't like sit by a fire and drink hot chocolate as brothers. That does not happen in real life. That only happens in, in these movies. <laughs> and it was just nice to get that sense of 
of reality. Another thing I was thinking of, aside from uh, Palaha being being a, a potential bully. neighbor, would be since Andrew Walker is a fireman in this movie, Mm-mm-mm. I just think I just think Brendan Penny could <gasps> could also do a guest ah! spot here because he did work with the fire department at in Chesapeake, Chesapeake Shores. <laughs> And, and if we're just gonna do that, then Brandon Routh, exactly. who was in Nine Lives of Christmas, can just come in too because Kimberly status in this movie. I'm just, I'm just thinking of other ways to make this already fabulous movie even better than it already is. But you know what? Three Wise Men and a Baby was absolute perfection, super perfection. But Chingai, you know how like this could be a, like the universe in which they meet. They all belong to different firehouses. But they have like a, I don't know, a firehouse, like summit, <laughs> and everybody gets together. And then it becomes like a wedding veil trilogy kind of thing. But and it's all like fire, yeah. They, they can have merch, they can sell calendars. Oh, no, that's the point. We need the calendars <laughs> of the firemen. I mean, Brandon Routh already teased it in Nine Lives of Christmas. Oh, God, perfection. This movie, stop the presses. We don't need any more holiday movies. We do, but this was definitely. I don't know. I hope it doesn't peak here, but it's gonna be pretty freaking hard to top it. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't put this in the Thanksgiving yeah. um, stretch for programming or the, like in the final week of. Because usually they have like a really big one, like that what yeah. they did with the Christmas House. But you're right. I, I find that this movie is gonna join the ranks of those like Christmas House, Five Star, Star Christmas, Christmas, Christmas yeah. Waltz, like the Greats, the Greats, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's so well deserved. So to our three wise men and that baby, give us the fucking sequel. Clearly, it, I think it got like the most, like the ratings were pretty freaking intense. So, Since and it was 2019. So it's, it's the highest rated shows in, in years. So God damn if it. that's any indication of, of uh, yeah. you know, a sequel, then... This needs its own, the time for X to come home this Christmas. This needs all the pronouns. Give it, give it everything. Three wise men and a baby, four wise men and a baby, four, five wise men and two babies. Like, give us everything. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm so excited. All right. When we're back, though, we're going to have a very fun round of Mary Kill after the break. Welcome back. We are about to do the most difficult round of Mary Kill we've ever done in the history of this podcast. Patty and I were thinking, like, do we do a, an FMK with all the movies this week, or do we just focus on the one? And Patty said, Let, let's challenge ourselves. Yeah. So you know what? Okay. <laughs> let's do this. Let's do it. Should we do Kill first, or should we do it last? <laughs> let's do Kill first. Okay. <laughs> I Okay, so guys, to be honest, we had this really quick powwow before we started recording, and I was scared that Chingai and I would have the exact same FMK, because I was like, duh, it's obvious. And she was like, would we? Is it so really now I'm like, obvious? oh my god! <laughs> now I'm interested. All right, Chingai, who are we killing? I'm killing Captain America and Walker. <gasps> <laughs> oh <my laughs> Which is why god. I knew that this wouldn't be the same between us. The reason why, and I have to explain the reason why I'm <laughs> Patty. Okay, you can't see her, but Patty is just like with her hand over her mouth, and she's just not blinking right now. I'm killing Captain America, Andrew Walker, 
because that's what happens to Captain America in the <laughs> Avengers movie. Anyway, I, I think Andrew Walker would like gladly give up his slot because that's who he is in this movie. He he thinks of other people first. And so is it a mercy killing? I don't know. I, I know that he would do that because he's Andrew Walker and so I'm killing off Andrew Walker and making it easy for myself. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. This is super hard for me. I'm so predictable, but I I, I would have to kill Paul Catbell. And mm-hmm. I love me Paul Catbell. We we all know this. The only reason why I'm killing him is because I myself am an anxious person. And I feel like both of us got together or both of us fucked, we would be very anxious and I don't think we could calm each other down. I think we would just both spiral into further anxiety. Mm-hmm. And that's not good for anyone. So to save him and myself, I would just have to kill him. Sorry, Paul. I can't believe I killed you. I really, I really don't want to do this, but I had to. This was really tough. All right, let's move on to fucking. I'm gonna go ahead because you did talk about killing him. So I'm just gonna say that I'm, I'm fucking Paul Campbell in this movie. Oh, no! This was a tough decision for me because anytime Paul Campbell comes up, you marry it, him. I marry him. He's my favorite. He's my favorite Hallmark actor, and it's really hard for me to say that I'm not gonna marry him. And it's really hard for me to think that I'm gonna fuck him because he's just so problematic a person. <laughs> but, but, but I I think I think he's relegated to the fucking slot for me because unlike Patty, I'm a very calm she <laughs> person. Is. And I think I might be of service <laughs> in that regard. In more ways than one. Yes. I love it. So Ooh. obviously, we know who you're marrying, but mm. I'll start first with my fuck. I am fucking Tyler Hines. <laughs> I, I cannot resist this man. I cannot. I can't resist him, but also he's a bad boy. And again, the bad boys would probably be incredibly fun in bed and he just has a like like a naughty knowing look in his eyes and also his haircut in this movie is wild Mm -hmm. but i feel like we could like foreplay would be like playing gaming gaming first and then fucking after Mm -hmm. but i couldn't this guy is so hard to resist honestly tyler hines come make me a tiktok like really so good he's so good it's gonna be a good fuck i can feel it Holy shit, we have different choices. I can't For believe once, this. For once, we are not sister wives. We are not sister wives. <laughs> oh my god, so you're marrying my fuck. I'm marrying your fuck, and this is so, like, not me. No! I, I am not into D&D and gaming <sighs> and all that stuff. I, I just, I don't see it in my life. But? But I see myself with Tyler. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you see yourself with Tyler Hyde? Because I'm willing to embrace the side of him even if it is so unappealing to me. <laughs> it is an interesting choice. Chingai, you're going to have a very whimsical wedding. Medieval. Medieval night. <laughs> medieval Christmas as your theme. But I support this. I told you after I fuck him, go marry him. Or while you're married, I'm going to fuck him. I don't know what you want. We can arrange that after. I am going to my predictable roots and marrying mm-hmm. Andrew Walker, how can I not marry Captain America? Honestly, when he did that crow, I died. And we have a house. He built our house already. I love me stable. 
the only thing that I would like kind of fear is obviously he's a fireman mm-hmm. um, and so that's quite dangerous I'm gonna try to get him to like shift careers I know that he's into it maybe more administrative tasks in the firehouse rather than <laughs> you know really going in there coaching others he's quite good with that kid right the, the captain's yeah. old son uh, son rather not old son fun fact the captain's photo the, the deceased captain that's the that's the director Terry Ingram who also directed a bunch of other Hallmark movies and some Chesapeake Shores um, episodes but guys this the director of this movie also directed Deliver by Christmas. Hello. <coughs> Hello. So yeah, um, welcome to our double wedding to Tyler and Andrew. Sorry, Paul and Andrew for killing you. And yes, let's enjoy the fucking with Tyler once more and Paul. What? Honestly, mm. I mean, I would marry all of them as a unit. I would marry them as a unit as well. In yeah. fact, when we were doing, when I thought that we would be doing a fuck Mary kill amongst all of the movies mm-hmm. I put three wise men as my Mary because that had to be a polycule and if you guys don't know what a polycule is just go read up on FTX and SBF and mm-hmm. you will know and mm-hmm. come join our polycule everyone is welcome that is so interesting because I also wrote that I would marry them as a unit <laughs> I could not choose um, just just to let you know not that anyone asked but my fuck would be Niall Mater again <laughs> I think Niall Mather's um, quest in life is to be fucked by us. Um, and FYI, for those that just no one asked either, I'm killing both Taylor and Tamara Maori so that they can do like a celebrity death match and kill each other. <laughs> do the work for us. I'm exactly. killing Ben Ayers because he just like, <laughs> he just brings my gears every time. I can't explain it. <laughs> and that is your double treat of Fuck, Mary Kill um, on this week's episode of But Make It Hallmark. Next week is going to be a double banger, hopefully, because you've got the whole week of Thanksgiving movies. I'm not ready. Chingai, are you ready? We'll have to be ready. <laughs> I <laughs> we committed we're gonna do it <laughs> we're going to do it wish us luck if you're not following us on our socials we're at make it hallmark on twitter shockingly it's still around and at, at but make it hallmark on instagram we'd love to hear from you tell us your thoughts on three guys when a baby will you join our polycule we'd love to have you thanks for joining us and we'll see you guys next time see you next time merry, merry christmas, christmas.